Welcome to the This Is The Place podcast, a Silicon Slopes production. People care how they live. Each has so much to give. <laughs> how good is it in person? What? What was the end part? I didn't hear it. Each has so much to give. Of all the, the lyrics are so long. in that song, I think that's the worst line. People care how they live. Like people in other states don't <laughs> care how they live. We have a new guest on our podcast, and he got to listen to Meg's fantastic intro for the very first time in person. He couldn't even keep it together because it was so treat. long. What a treat. What a treat for Clint. Clint Betts, what do, you, what do you think of Meg's intro in person? Give us your honest opinion. Uh, the whole reason why I listen to the podcast every week is for the intro, and it cracks me up every time. You're welcome. And this Because the title gets so long. It's so long. I don't even know what the title of this it's podcast so is. Nobody long. tell me what it is. Let's just say we don't know. She Still already said it. It took two minutes. <laughs> you took... started laughing at the minute 45 mark. Your voice gets so professional, too. Well, I'm a professional. My what number one I wish say? is that you spoke in that voice at all times, like when we're in meetings and stuff. <laughs> Good morning, Chris Rawl. <laughs> I start looking Welcome around. Oh, to the team meeting. <laughs> what did I forget to do? Anyway, what a treat to have Clint Betts in studio with us. Oh, wow. Here it's today. my treat. This is professional. This is professionality at its finest. It's good, we... it's good to be with you two. I mean, I've, I've been a huge fan of the show for a long time. And What do you think of the intro music? <laughs> the intro music freaks me out still to this day. Long you guys had listeners. a whole Pioneer Day special. That... We're actually very proud of that. Yeah, that's, that. Today, that is our best episode. We got a lot of good feedback from Pioneers on that. On the <laughs> Just the opportunity to meet you two, though, really is what I'm excited for. There's a rumor that everybody who went on Pioneer Treks to Wyoming had to listen to that podcast before they went, just to really get him in the mood. For good reason. It was accurate. Just to really drag him down the dirt. <laughs> Real authentic Pioneer experience. <laughs> well, should we tell everybody why Clint's on? Let's. Do we know why? Tell me why. I, yeah, it, why actually, I have no Clint idea. Here? I was like saying that rhetorically. Why'd you rope me in? Did I? Clint, is it true that you will soon be doing a podcast of your own? Yes. On this channel, we will be bringing back uh, what I used to do maybe like a year ago, year and a half ago. Years. Years. Multiple years. Uh, it used to be called the Beehive Podcast. Now, obviously, it's the Silicon Slopes Podcast where we bring in kind of top level, top level do you guys speak like that? Wow, that's... <laughs> I'm like in awe right now. That's a real... I wish term. I was wearing a tie. <laughs> I wore a collared shirt today. I just wish I was wearing anything but what I'm wearing. Okay, before we get to like what my podcast is, so I want to tell the listeners what happened today and what Chris is currently wearing. So we had Governor Herbert and I nearly every, if C not every... exec, in my opinion. <laughs> nearly every, if not every, university president from all of the different universities in the state of Utah. Uh, all these different government and CEO leaders, everyone was wearing suit and tie as they should. Or kind of like, what would you call it? Like formal business wear? Business formal. Business formal. Yeah, everyone is wearing business formal. Except for us. Like I, I was just wearing a button up, but a button up's an appropriate thing. Chris walks in, <laughs> and I honestly thought the first time I saw Chris... <laughs> That he was wearing boxers and he's like, like he had, I thought he had like come out of his office and just woken up and was like brushing his teeth at the sink like he always does because he brushes his teeth like 20 times a day here in the office. I honestly thought that you were wearing boxers because you're wearing a white t-shirt. Like I'm a wearing white, wild stuff. I've never worn this a day in my life until today. You're wearing a white Hanes t-shirt and shorts that look like boxers. That's what I thought. I thought they were I boxers. wear more formal things to bed than what I'm wearing today. I'm dead serious. <laughs> and just like to this huge <laughs> event, like this very, what, how would you describe this event? This formal event? I'm going to keep saying formal. Can legit. I say one thing in my defense? So I, I will admit I am dressed <laughs> not great. Are you dressing for the job you want? I'm dressing for the job that I currently have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, in my defense, I had no idea this event was today. How did we have so, What do you mean? We have so many events, I honestly can't keep track of them. For so long. This has been a long time coming any- today. and <laughs> A lot of us were really about excited about it. A lot of us put a lot up. of time into planning this event. I'm so ashamed of my behavior. Do I need to apologize right now to everybody? My so shirt is ironed. My <laughs> shirt is ironed. at least. Anyway, Chris showed up in underwear to work today. <laughs> and he's still in the studio currently in underwear. I haven't changed. But back to my podcast. Yes, we'll be bringing, we'll be talking to kind of like CEOs, VCs, community leaders, politicians, that type of stuff. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to say it like we always do here at this organization. Oh, and then boy. we just try to make it true. I think my show will come out on Tuesdays and your show will come out on Thursdays. Wow. And Chris won't ever guest host my show. Not in that outfit. Oh, but uh, Meg will likely uh, also be participating in the a little bit more formal <laughs> show. <laughs> How do you get more formal than this form. is a I like that podcast. I've somehow got pushed down the formal chart behind Meg. It's a I little mean, more formal. Chris. We were battling neck and neck until today, and you just got the biggest lead. Because I put on real You have like a 400 clothes. meter lead. You're like, should I wear what I went to bed in? Nah, maybe I should put on different clothes. Governor's going to be here. I guess that's why a lot of people refer to me as a C-level executive. I guess that's why. That's how they act. Who is referring tra- to you as They're a C-level trash. executive? C-levels are just trash. That's what I am. I don't know. A lot of people. Like a lot of people, this everybody that I talk right. to. So. I want a source side. All right. All right. All right, Clint, while we have you here, we just talked about this event with the governor. Do you want to explain what exactly it was? Explain, please. So Silicon Slopes and GoEd and uh, kind of the educators of the state of Utah are kind of all, and Utah Technology Council and Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce are all coming together to figure out how we launch a Silicon Slopes Pathways program which is really how do we engage kind of folks who are currently not uh, involved in the tech community who would want jobs in STEM and computer programming, that type of stuff, Uh, launching a program that is based off of what has already happened with the Aerospace Passways program uh, with Boeing. So that's what we're doing. And today, Governor Herbert announced on our stage, while Chris was in underwear in the audience, that we were, were forming a working group to make that happen. So... Wow, what an More details to come. And we have we have all sorts of announcements. So yesterday we did a partnership with the Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce. Could which you explain is, that partnership, please? Which is huge. And that partnership's gonna be amazing. <laughs> and please, if you could really explain in depth how to be I'd actually love it. That partnership. Great partnership. <laughs> uh, you went to the state capitol to announce this. I saw a picture of you on the state capitol stage. I went to say and I signed uh, the partnership. Wow. True story. On my way to work today. Listening to NPR, whose voice did I hear? Clint oh Betts. This, this silky smooth, sick voice <laughs> that you're hearing right now. You just like coughing and like scratchy voice and I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, really you'll have to excuse me real fast. <laughs> really excited about the chamber. <laughs> excuse me, guys. It's going to be a great partnership. Just... No, we're, we're the for so long, Silicon Slopes has been about kind of media stuff. We do about 100 events a year. We rally the community to kind of serve and give back. What we've never really done is gotten involved in public policy. Mm-hmm. And the Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce. Oh, Chris, your phone Chris. goes off in it too. <laughs> I don't, I'm surprised I even have You're pockets fired. in my underwear. <laughs> I'm surprised you have pockets too. <laughs> what we're doing with the chamber is partnering with them so that we can have some sort of voice on Capitol Hill, even if it is a weak and sickly, sickly voice. voice. <laughs> 
Uh, at least it'll be heard. We know no other voice. <laughs> they lean in close as we whisper. And <laughs> what sniffle. was that again? What was the partnership again? Oh, like, sorry. What, what do you guys want from us? No, but really, like, if you think about kind of issues the tech community faces in the state of Utah, right, and particularly the Silicon Slopes along the Wasatch Front, uh, air quality, transportation, diversity, recruiting, education, all those types of things. We've never had any sort of voice on Capitol Hill um, as a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the Utah Technology Council has done a great job on some of these initiatives around like STEM and raising money for education stuff, but kind of like the big, bold, can our voice be heard on air quality? Can our voice be heard on like things like Tesla being able to sell cars in the state of Utah, right? Things like that. There's never been a formal way to do that other than me writing a blog post that four people would read or Chris or you. We all, we all, right? We're two of the we're four. All <laughs> Meg and I are two of the four. <laughs> we're two, we're already included. Don't try to add your readership. <laughs> The three, the three, three of the four in the room. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And so now with the chamber, maybe a few more people will read our stuff. Four or five. Wow. More. So it doubles our readership if just four more people read it. But yeah, having a voice on Capitol Hill is a big deal. What that actually means, as with most things, we'll figure it out as we go. But we're going to start collaborating and working Collaborate. with the Chamber of Commerce, which we've never done before. So we'll see how that goes. Very You're a man cool. who loves partnerships these days. I really like to partner. We have another partnership, next- Women Tech Council. Oh, he's teased it. We're partnering with the Women Tech Council. And when does this go out? On Monday? Next Tuesday. Tuesday. Thursday. What did next you say? Next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, today. I forgot that we actually had a game plan. Today so, is Wednesday. So Six days today, for the listener. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See, that that is a real problem. We're like time travelers right now, honestly. Today, we partnered with the Women Tech Council. So go on siliconslopes.com and read what Meg wrote about that. <laughs> Good work, Meg. Thank you. One of my best pieces. <laughs> what What are you guys talking about today? Tell me the, give me the rundown. <laughs> oh, boy. We got a couple news stories. Do you want to settle on down for the news stories? Give me you the, got time? Let's do the news stories. I just, I just want to be in the room as this happens. Well, we kind of have a little segment. It's mainly the majority of our podcast where we talk about weird Utah things. This actually stems from what you and I used to do. You and I used to do this on a podcast. Okay. Talked about like overstock hiding gold in mountains and things along that line. Oh, yeah. This has been said before, but I'm going to say it again. I am the poor man's Clint. (laughs) She really is. I've said that so many times. I don't know what it means. I really don't. Not as good. (laughs) Replacement. The problem is I'm also poor. The so, problem is he's super poor. So, so the other problem is he's so sick all the time, he couldn't ever do the podcast. Yeah. You know how many it's times really Meg has been sad. sick to do the podcast? Zero times. She's been here every time. You're more the healthy it's all the version diet of Coke. Coke. It's the I Diet drink. Coke that keeps her afloat. It really is. Yeah. The immune booster. So our first, I, only, I have two stories today I want to discuss with, oh. with both of you. First one, there's been a lot of wildfires amongst Utah in the summer, right? It's kind of our <laughs> tradition. It's kind of one of the things we're known for, right? Right. Okay. So they interview State Forester about the cause of all these wildfires. Guess what his response is? Guess what his quote is? It's a really good quote. So who interviewed him? So KSL.com, KSL.com did a story? They have a story on hundreds of wildfires in Utah. State Forester gets interviewed. Says the root cause of them, stupid human tricks. What does this make you think of? First thing that pops to mind. David Letterman, when he'd have like people on his show who would put milk in their stomach and like pour cereal. Did you ever see that stupid human trick? This guy could make his stomach into She's like not a, a poor man's clint. She's a rich man's clint. <laughs> he, he could make his stomach into a cereal bowl and he'd pour milk and cereal and then his dog would eat the cereal out of his... What are you talking about? It was on David Letterman. That should be our number one story we talk about and we should talk about it every week for the whole podcast. Done. So I have a question. Stupid human tricks. What do you think of? Hold on before you ask your question. Um, First thing that pops to mind. Stupid human tricks that cause fire. I don't know. Juggling. Fire juggling. That was my first thing. Fire jugglers are just strewn throughout Utah. Big, flaming, 
batons they're tossing in the air, causing wildfires. Is that true? Is there, is oh, it's there, absolutely is there an true. influx of jugglers? <laughs> it's absolutely true. Oh, wow. It's been a huge influx of jugglers in the last two years. Well, sure. I read it in Mountain West Capital Network report. <laughs> <laughs> How many jugs are the jugglers bringing per into capita, the state? Per capita, we have the most flaming jugglers in any state in America. Well, I that's exciting. That's also a true step. If you say any state about Utah and include per capita at the beginning, I'll believe it. <laughs> All right. I want you to guess the number one cause, the real number one cause, not flaming jugglers. Uh, it's, it's nuts. It's, a it's weird not one. fireworks. It's not fireworks. That's a very good guess. Everyone guess that. The number one cause... Vehicles sparking fires along roads, often from dragging chains on trailers. Who expected that? I mean, I guess it makes sense. How does it make sense? There's a lot of chain dragging. <laughs> Is that true? Is there a lot of chain dragging? That's what I'm confused if about. If you're like hauling stuff. Do you haul a lot of things? Be honest. I don't, but I know haulers. <laughs> you know haulers? Steven? I get Steven's around. a hauler? Yeah, doesn't he look like a hauler? <laughs> he really kind of does. You think hauler, you see? Even Walter. He has the beard, at least, of a hauler. Yeah. But, you know, you got your four-wheeler... You got your, what are those things? Razors. You got to so, haul them up the mountain. But why are there chains dragging? That's what I, isn't it easy to secure? Am I missing something? Isn't secure it, your load. It's the number one rule of travel. I don't know. Prior to this job, you. Did, I secured loads. You did a lot of hauling. <laughs> I was a hauler, dude. <laughs> Which is what I saw in you. It's like, oh, this guy, he doesn't let us chain drag on the road. Nobody knows the story of how I became hired. You saw me dragging chains, starting wildfires. You're like, that guy needs to be taken under somebody's wing. He's dressed in boxers that for guy, his job. That guy looks like he could talk about tech. <laughs> that guy looks like a tech mind. That's <laughs> waiting to be unleashed. Right about tech. Here's my question. What is a state forester? That's, what is that? That is a great question. I also thought about that. Are we state foresters? That's what We're I, in the state, and if you're okay, in the forest. So before we get into that, this leads later down in the article. They're talking about how there's so many fires that like they've run out of money to fight these fires. The next step is we become state foresters to fight fires. Or we do a book drive. We That's do a how book we typically drive raise for money. the fires that we can soak in water and throw on the fire. <laughs> We could turn Startup Santa all the proceeds instead of going to children in need uh, for a childhood literacy program. A lot of program. people don't know. One in 30 state forester can't put out the fire in their state. We could call it Startup Smokey. I oh, like that's great. That's why she's the branding slash marketing that's expert. That's why I'm program's director. Poor man's Clint. Right what there. did you see in Meg when you hired her? That's what I want to know. Just like someone who wouldn't even haul something with chains. <laughs> It's like, never. oh, this, this is an upgrade. Never. <laughs> well, my, the first person I hired, actually, Meg was the first hire. She beat me to the punch because she didn't haul. Then I was bombed or because I did haul. I'm just confused. Chris by is everything. crying actual tears right now. I really am. I think it's so funny. <laughs> I just love the thought of you seeing Meg in a car without anything being hauled and you being like, she's not hauling. She's just perfect for this job of writing about tech. I knew I needed one hauler and one non-hauler. The perfect compliments together. That's the only way that this is going to work. Oh for our gosh. culture. That is weird stuff. For the culture of <laughs> our company culture to really work. And for and inclusion diversity. and diversity. Speaking on behalf of Silicon Slopes, what would you say the number one aspect of our culture is? Our company culture. People talk about this stuff, dude, on your podcast. Of our company's culture? Our company's culture. culture. Silicon Slopes' culture. What's the number one thing that you want to stress to us right now? It's In a public forum. It's hauler versus <laughs> non-hauler and combining those two groups do your chains drag in ways that no other company has ever done is this one of the partnerships we're going to be announcing soon <laughs> yeah what we're the doing haulers association of america partners with silicon slopes to demand equal rights for haulers and non-haulers alike. what is this show about <laughs> what is this show about are we are... <laughs> i love it <laughs> this is a show right we put this out this is being recorded 
This is great. This is being recorded. All right, I'm going to move on to story number two real fast. Before Clint has to go to lunch. He's a busy man. He's got a chock full schedule. <laughs> is that true? Our, our real culture is sick and non-sick. Okay, that's a good one, actually. That one is pretty true. Yeah. So, Hurricane Utah, or brothers and sisters to the south, they had kind of a uh, little mishap with their police department. Police employee got caught selling evidence online on what? eBay. This is a true story. Pulled straight from St. George News section on KSL.com. Like, he went into the evidence locker, saw, like, dentures. You know. So, apparently, yeah. It dentures? Didn't say- sure. <laughs> You know, evidence lockers are full of, like, weird shiz. So he just, like, pulls it off the shelf, posts it on eBay. Dentures. We're going with dentures. That's amazing. Sweet. How much was he making? Why'd you say hurricane? I don't understand that piece. Is From it... Hurricane Utah. Why don't we say hurricane? They say hurricane and hurricane. Yeah. They say hurricane. I'm, like, one of their, I'm one of their people. I was down in St. George for, like, a month and a half. I know you were. Look at year. how you're dressed. I know where you were. <laughs> I, I mean, know exactly where you were. I personally I think have you're sold doing a police evidence on hurricane. eBay. I'm, I also know what it's like to do that. <laughs> I've sold somebody's eyeglasses on Actually, eBay. Hurricane's a formal place. You probably got <laughs> ran out of town, which is why you're here. They are dressed nice, but they're selling all of their police evidence. So a police officer sells evidence online, and now he's in trouble? Yeah, it's a felony. I mean, that sounds like a felony. They're saying that it was from a case that had already been closed, so I'm assuming oh. that's how he was expecting to get away with it. But at the same time, I mean, you got to think it's going to come that's back to bite you sometime. What happens to evidence when a case is closed? Does it just sit there forever? Yeah, so if true... I mean, we need like an Airbnb type thing for evidence of closed cases. Oh, I smell a startup. I smell a new startup. I was That's how we, when we tied gonna... it back into tech. <laughs> I was wondering when we were going to talk about tech. So but what we're, apparently it's why we actually story. brought Clint on the show is we both think he's an investor. Mm. Yeah. Which, are you an investor? Yeah, pitch me, pitch me on this idea and we'll see if I... So we came up with a startup idea for evidence, police evidence. We did, did we? When they close down cases, it just sits there. Nothing happens. People are selling on eBay, getting caught, and it's a felony. So why can't we just use this evidence to help out people? Somebody needs a pair of dentures. We'll hook them up on our new tech platform we just created. Thanks well, to the money that you invested in our company. Here's my answer. First of all, I have not invested. And secondly, thanks to the seed round you just committed to <laughs> off air. And secondly, why would I not invest? Because it's a felony. Um, so in the same way that Homie has these like legal rewritings around real estate law in Utah, we will do that for police evidence because mm-hmm. Meg and I are both great legal minds. The top know. legal minds. Let's say in the universe. Two of the top legal minds in the universe, according to a recent Forbes article. (laughs) Between the three of us, one of us is married to a lawyer. Between (laughs) that's true. There's our end. It's me. That's that's the joke. (laughs) I'm the one. Pro bono. It's fine. (laughs) Thus concludes our segment on weird Utah news. How did it feel to be a part of it, Clint? I I honestly don't know what just happened. That is the honest truth. You just committed three hundred thousand (laughs) dollars. You better know what happened. Do you want to stay while we make each other explain our tweets? Yeah, may as well. He's here for the. Let's hear it. Clint committed in two minutes, and he's so perplexed, he's now going to be here for I, the whole I think duration. his lunch appointment's been here for like oh, a while. Oh, actually, I can't do it. Okay, I got to go, because my lunch Clint, it was a pleasure here. having you on. Thanks. Looking for, forward. Thanks for coming around. I'll come on next week, and we'll talk some more. When you want to interview that? Meg and I on your podcast about our professionality, no, you're t- more than welcome t- to. Our legal mind. I already said that you're not allowed on the podcast. <laughs> Meg can come on. Because I'm a non-hauler. I'll work with Meg. Okay. Okay, bye, Clint. Bye, Clint. All right. Chris Rawl tweeted, the odds of LeBron eating Kyrie hole in the ECF are very high. Very, very high. What? I want you to explain the tweet. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. I want you to explain it. Do I your know, best. I know who LeBron is. Okay. So that's part of it. Kyrie. Don't know. Hell if I know. Okay. ECF. What? Is, what that, is that Eastern Conference wow, Finals? Very good. You do know. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see if I can put this together. Okay. Kyrie is now part of the Celtics. Very good. Ah, 
And you still think that when Cleveland plays Boston, good. LeBron's going to dominate. Good. Very good. I want you to know that I use my power of deduction to figure out your tweet. That was incredible because I know that you didn't know any of those things except for LeBron. I know. I just saw your brain work in real time. I'm like, I'm so smart. (laughs) You can't give yourself compliments. We already know that. Don't you remember? The last time you gave yourself a compliment, you had to apologize. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The tech community doesn't like it when I praise myself. (laughs) They are not fans of that. No. The only thing they respond good to is put downs of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Which I do a lot. I was going to say, we do our fair share of that. For the record, I 100% stand by that, and I'm glad you deduced it. I think LeBron is going to be, and it's going to be something to behold. But, 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 but the Celtics Uh, have Hayward. Celtics have our man who abandoned us. Despite Traitor. Silk and Slope's best pleas. <laughs> you made yeah, a Facebook, were, Instagram, those were Facebook slash Instagram post with fry sauce. Convincing images that I made, and yet he's gone. If you think about it, that's probably the reason he left. At least a major part of it. Don't put that on me. Okay. <laughs> I can't handle that right now. <laughs> that's fine. All right, Meg Walter, you had a tweet. Mm-hmm. Tweet that I wholeheartedly agree with in the way that you agree with mine. Let's talk about it. Quote, how does every woman over 75 smell the same? Is their perfume government issued? This is a great point and something I've never thought about. Every woman over 75 does smell the same. And I'll go as far as to say every woman and man. Really? Men smell the same. Women smell the same. It's so not you have the your two same sets. smell, Correct. right? There's two, two different, different smells sets. for 75-year-olds depending upon your sex. But the point is there's only two scents. And I have a theory on this. Please. Back when these people were young and spry and ready to go out on the town, freshen mm-hmm. up with some scent, there was literally only one scent created. And so it's like this nostalgic connection. They're like, oh, you know, this takes me back to when I was young. There was only one son on the market. I'm just going to spray it on myself for 60 straight years. That makes sense. Don't you think that's a good thing? Yeah, but I hope that they're buying fresh bottles. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. We're talking bottles straight from 1952. Oh, that's not good because that stuff goes bad. Is that true? Perfume can go bad. Yeah. How? You know, everything goes bad with you... time, even Twinkies. <laughs> like <laughs> in 10 million years, isn't that true? Well... I mean, I don't want to say that these people are that old, but... Uh, (laughs) Do you want to explain why you're around so many people over the age of 75? You know, okay, here's what it was. Yesterday, I went to Harmon's, and I smelled that smell. (gasps) What? That's where old people go? Well, it was immediately recognizable because I know so many other elderly individuals who smell the same way. And it's not a bad smell. Let's make that clear. No, it's just a distinct smell. I don't want this to sound disparaging. It's just like a very distinct perfume that they all wear. And I don't understand where they're all getting it. Would it be super weird if like you started wearing that scent or I started wearing the milk scent? What would people do? Like if I were trying to date a 28-year-old and I was wearing a... 75 year old man scent she would say why do you smell like my grandpa because you would smell like her grandpa or he i'm not here to cast judgment in <laughs> any you. way i appreciate you being open-minded when it comes to who i'm choosing today my pleasure um that's it for the segment on tweets that's all i got for you <laughs> and with that <laughs> and with that that's the end of the show <laughs> what better way to end our clint inspired version of this is the place silicon slopes podcast title People care how they live. Each has so much to give. All right. I'm glad we got that in there without being interrupted by laughter. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Silicon Slopes, and we will talk to you next week. Meg, it's been a pleasure as always. It's been a real pleasure. See you. Bye.